This show is brought to you by Roomba Tubas, the musical instrument played by your vacuum cleaner, Roomba Tubas. And coming soon, Scuba Roomba Tubas, the musical vacuum cleaner that goes underwater. God damn it. <laughs> Good morning and welcome to Breakfast with the Beak. I am your host, Johnny Goodtimes. Joining me is my sidekick... Good morning, Big Mix. Good morning, Johnny. I am Dr. Heisenberg. That's some important information right there. That's yeah. good to know. Everyone knows Dr. Heisenberg. Yeah, you did it in a weird order. Okay. <laughs> All the fans come to the Dr. Heisenberg fan page. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. No, you don't. Johnny... Yeah? I was watching the news on Friday after work. Well, that's always a I good with, time. I like, to, I like to come home and catch a little Aaron Burnett because, like, you know, just get the summary on all the news I didn't have time to read about that I saw people getting angry about on Twitter during yeah. the day. And uh, one particular news item caught my eye. The German Aerospace Center is, is working on a robotic ape to send into space. Now, I've seen this ape. Uh-huh. At your urging, actually. You it's, said, hey, look at this ape. It's pretty great. It looks like a real robot ape. It does. It looks like what a robot ape would look like. Yeah. It looks like, hey, what if Apple made a gorilla? Kind of, yeah. Yeah. It kind of it looks like the gorilla version of that, what was that robot dog that was a toy a few years ago? Uh, there were a few, but I think you're thinking of the Ibo? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, whatever that thing was. It kind of looks like that. But it's it's the, right now it's programmed because a gorilla can walk on four legs or two legs, yes. depending on what it needs to do. So it's versatile. It can yeah. do like four legs for speed and two legs for reaching stuff. Yeah. And right now it's programmed, but the next step for the designers is they're going to um, uh, uh, put in some artificial intelligence and actually make all their next generation of robotic apes learn to walk. And Ooh. climb and stuff. So that they'll have that, like, ingrained in AI to help them, like, perform tasks on, on the moon and Mars. That is pretty impressive. It's pretty cool, yeah. yeah. So, you know, 50 years from now, hell, 10 years from now, there could be a shit ton of German robot apes just crawling around on the moon, you know, looking at rocks and stuff. I cannot express... How okay I am with this. Yeah, I think that's actually a pretty great idea. Because I am extremely okay with this. Yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, what's on the moon? Robots? Better. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I mean, robots just hanging out on the moon doing robot shit? Yeah. That's awesome on its own. Mm -hmm. But robot apes? Robot apes that speak German. That sounds great. Well, they won't really, you can't really talk in a vacuum, but yeah, yeah. Well, it's true. Maybe, but maybe they'll have little display screens oh, that yeah. will be in German. <laughs> <laughs> you get up to the moon, and its face lights up with a little happy picture of a monkey. Guten Abend. <laughs> yeah, because oh. you know we've complained too much about like NASA, and to, and again, I've stated this before. Nothing is NASA's fault. It's America. Or the U.S. government always gives NASA about one percent of the budget it needs. Yeah. So, but we 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 worry too much about. What the U.S. government is doing or failing to do with NASA. Yeah. Because there's people all over the world who have interesting ideas of stuff to do in space. Mm-hmm. And I think it's time to embrace everyone's weird idea. 
you know what, man? We started sending apes into space. Yeah. And it's come full circle. It has. We're sending super apes. We're sending robot apes. You know, it's kind space. of it's kind of amazing when you put it that way. Like we sent the, we sent chimps into space, mm-hmm. and we sent robots into space. Mm-hmm. No one's ever done a robot ape. I know. Yeah. It, it kind of writes itself. It, it does. It's yeah. like Germany is like, uh, they're just they're just finishing what we started. I feel like it, it might have started as a joke. It's like, okay, what 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 do people send into space? we got to send something. It's like, well, let's see. Monkeys, robots. Oh, my God, dude, robot monkey. Well, that's silly. Wait a minute. Monkeys can actually do a lot of things. Yeah. Right? Right? You see where I'm going with yeah, this? Yeah, clever yeah. little hands. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Maybe an ape, something a bit bigger. Yeah. You know, but I think that might have been the process. Uh, like, I think it potentially could have started as a joke. That's actually very plausible. And then somebody else who was smarter was like, this is a good idea that we should actually do. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, every every couple of years, yeah. you see another video of, uh, of that big dog quadruped robot on YouTube. Sure. The one that, like, is supposed to be able to navigate rough terrain and stuff and, like, do surveillance and recon and shit. Uh-huh. And every one of them has the same dis- same uh, caption in the description. We're working on the noise. Because <laughs> that robot makes the most hideous noise. It is this robot banshee whale. <laughs> and I don't know what it is about the motors in this thing that makes it do that, but... Uh, the robot itself keeps improving, but every video it's like, don't worry, the noise is the next thing we're working on. <laughs> Didn't they use one of those robot dogs to, to sniff out the guy in Boston earlier this year? I don't... They used some kind of robot. They used, I think, just a bomb robot. Oh, okay. I mean, because like... It'd be cool if you sicked a, a howling robot dog on him. That was in Fahrenheit 451, so I feel like <laughs> I feel like that's got kind of a, a negative connotation. There's, sending out there's uh, a stigma. Sending out <laughs> robot hounds uh-huh. to hunt people. <laughs> yeah. Obama's already got enough problems with the drone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. It's like sending out an actual robot hound <laughs> to hunt. Humans. Oh my god. Release the hounds. Yeah, that maybe is not the best uh, strategy. It would be hard. It'd be a hard PR spin. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, hey, how do you explain that there's a a very famous uh, robot like this one in a book about tyranny? (laughs) (laughs) Well, be that as it may, a man can dream. And yeah, no. This I'm, week's Doc Heisenberg shout out goes to the German Aerospace Center. Yeah, and robot animals in general. Frankly, if I'm allowed to tack something onto that, absolutely. Yeah, okay. Robot there's animals. No, there's no rules in, the, in Dr. Heisenberg's weekly salute. Yeah, I, I <laughs> think this is the first week you've done it. Actually, well, I guess I got to do it twice in a row, and then forget about to it to be weekly, though. Yeah, but as long as I do it next week, it's weekly for a while. <laughs> <laughs> So would you like to do a real topic now? Yeah, that's actually something we do weekly. That is something we actually do weekly. See, yeah. we've already got a weekly thing. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. This whole show is weekly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So All right. maybe your big idea ain't so big. You know what, y'all? Don't get greedy. Yeah. This is already weekly. You don't need more weeklies. So quit asking for more weekly. Yeah. Nobody yeah. was asking. <laughs> I assure you, nobody you was asking. haven't been reading the Dr. Heisenberg fan forums. They want, they want so much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
All right, shall we? <laughs> yeah. Roll. Yeah, let's let's roll it up. Whoa, that is a thirty-six. Thirty-six. Holy fuck! Wow, that's that's too much. That's a lot of hit points. Yeah. Now, well, <laughs> that goblin's fucking dead now. To bring back a really old joke. <laughs> wow, episode two joke. Yeah. Jesus. Anyway, that one is Republican hipsters. Submitted by Cassie of Sultan Washington. Thank you, Cassie. Thank you, Cassie. Hey, was this by any chance submitted on the same night you thought of those questions you sent us? I mean, Republican hipsters. That's a that's a, a kind of a quagmire of terminology, isn't it? Yeah, it's like it. Is that a thing? I mean, I feel like if you join one, you kind of get kicked out of the other, at least unofficially. I would say it is a thing. But I would like to parse it first, if we can parse. I'm always ready to parse. Okay. So, first off, and I, I made this point on a previous show. Okay. But the Republican Party does not currently speak with one voice. Mm, yeah. If you say Republican, it doesn't immediately say what of half a dozen kinds of Republican you are. Mm-hmm. So saying Republican itself is a whole kettle of fish. Hipster... I've had this problem with the term hipster for a while, right? Okay. Is is that I, I don't feel that it is reflective of a true subculture. In the 1940s, a hipster was a specific thing. Yeah. They listened to jazz. They smoked reefer. They had loose sexual practices. All over the place. They were cool. They wore berets. There was a specific thing that a hipster was. Yeah. Now... I challenge you to find the word hipster used by someone in a non-derogatory fashion. Well, you won't. It's an insult. People say, fucking hipsters, or he's a hipster. Yeah. Some people even self-deprecate and go, oh, I'm such a hipster. Yeah. But no one's... No one... Here's how you can tell the difference, okay? If I say the word juggalo, you have a negative opinion when you hear juggalo because yeah. you don't respect juggalos. And I know what to picture. Right. But... There are lots of people out there, believe it or not, who call themselves juggalos with pride. They do. They 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 wear the makeup, they call themselves juggalos and juggalettes, they have tumblers and hilarious personal ads and all (laughs) kinds of shit. You say juggalo at the right place and a crowd of a hundred thousand terrifying people will cheer and say, Yes we are. That doesn't happen with hipster. No. No. So if you in other words, if you have what you think is a subcategory of people, yeah. and the juggalo principle does not apply, then it's not a real culture. Yeah. It's uh, it's an insult. Well, it's yeah. the same as, like, douchebag. Yeah. No one says, hey, we're the douchebags! Nobody says that. No. No. So, no. Republican hipster, it's, it's front with peril because, A... People who identify as Republicans can't agree on what that means. Yeah. And no one actually identifies as a hipster. Well, funny thing there. Uh huh. You know how if you say you're cool, that makes you not cool? Mm-hmm. Like how you're like, hey guys, what's up? I'm back at school for sophomore year and I'm cool now, you know? Like Donnie Osmond. Yeah. 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 It doesn't, you, you just, you can't be cool if you do that. Right. It's kind of a Pat Boone thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know how uh, a lot, uh, how the Republican Party is desperately trying to rebrand itself? So much. And always kind of embarrasses itself by making that exact mistake? <laughs> well, I, th- I think they, they hit a sort of uh, uh, pinnacle at Mitt Romney. Because Mitt Romney is, is the, 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 the essence of everything that people hate about Republicans. 
Yeah. You know, the old white guy who owns everything and thinks he's entitled to shit and yeah. doesn't understand it really even that there are people who aren't like him. Yeah. 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 It's not even that he hates you, it's that he forgets about you. Yeah. I, th- I feel like Mitt Romney can't quite remember who's imaginary and who's actual people that can vote. Oh, Like, yeah. he gets, like, leprechauns and fairies mixed up with, like, Jews and Hispanics. Yes, yes. Yeah. He can't... He couldn't honestly tell you if a gypsy is a group of people or if they're, like, uh, you know, like mermaids. Mythical creatures, yeah. Yeah. No, if he were to come to Brooklyn... And see, like, the Hasidic Jews. Uh-huh. He'd be like, oh my god, those are real? Those hats are real? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I thought that was just TV. I thought that was Hollywood magic. <laughs> right. So the reason the Republicans want to rebrand is because yeah. they have to do anything to get people out of the heads of thinking they're all like Mitt Romney. Yeah. Or no more victorious elections. Well, yeah, but the, the thing is they're constantly making that mistake of, you know... You can't be cool if you say you're cool. You can't be... You don't seem too smart if you talk about how smart you are, that kind of thing. Right. And they're constantly doing that. And I feel like it's only a matter of time before some consultant or some, you know, social media guru they hired... Uh Uh-huh. ...uses hipster in the wrong way. Like, hey, (laughs) where are my hipsters at? (laughs) (laughs) Like, publicly, like on a video we can laugh at. Yeah. I am so ready for that. Yeah. Yeah. It would be the first time someone would self-identify as a hipster in 70 years. Yeah. (laughs) I really think it's only a matter of time before that goes down. I think it's a matter of time that's about uh, uh, sometime in the next three years. Yeah. Because we have an election coming. Oh, don't say that. We just have one. Well, look, uh, uh, Mrs. Clinton is doing her utmost. Yeah, I know. everyone at bay, and I love her for it. I know. (laughs) But the, the point is that, yeah, I think it really is. That fuck-up is coming. Mm-hmm. And speaking of that exact kind of fuck-up... Yeah. Uh, another place where you might encounter this, or at least something you could mistake for a hipster... Mm-hmm. ...is in uh, uh, certain corners of the evangelical universe and the megachurch universe. Okay. You've got, like, a... They use different names for it, the emerging church or the resurgent church or the relevant church or whatever. Now, these are people I do my best to avoid because they're kind of gross and kind of scary. But they, I, I know the mega churches have been springing up for quite a while around America, and yeah. you've been keeping a closer eye on them than I have. I find them funnier than you do. That's fair. Yeah, and uh, and I'm and I'm also just sort of fascinated by the the weird sort of parallel culture that they build like there's the there's basically the Jesus version of everything secular that's true and when I say secular I don't mean like overtly atheistic I just mean uh, non-religious things that don't have a specific religious connotation there's the Jesus version of each of them absolutely have you ever eaten a testament I have actually owned a pack of Testaments. (laughs) I saw them in a store once, and I'm like, obviously I'm buying these. Yeah, Testaments, if you don't know, are mint candy, kind of like Mentos. They're, uh, uh, yeah, they're little breath mints. They're little breath mints, but unlike any other version of breath mints, like, say, a Tic Tac or a Certs, they have little crosses engraved on each Testament, and the rappers have little Bible verses on them. They're like Laffy Taffy that bums you out. 
kind of, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Laffy Taffy just comes with jokes and yeah. little cartoon fruit. <laughs> it's like a Laffy Taffy that makes you feel like shit. That's a good point. Yeah, but there's no inherent reason for a Jesus version of mints. Yeah, there's nothing satanic about mints. Yeah, they didn't need to fix mint. No. <laughs> No, and there's nothing inherently religious about mint either, you know? Mm. It's, uh, yeah, it's not like there's, like, a Jewish version of mints or a Muslim version of mints. Yeah. Like, they didn't have anything to fight against. It's not like the Testaments come, like, they have pork in them or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's just mints and sugar, you know? Yeah. It's literally the most harmless thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the point is that... Uh, these th- this parallel culture mm-hmm. has now moved into a place where it's trying to be cool and trying to be relevant and reach young people and reach cool people and stuff. That's yeah. And it's developed this uh, this whole aesthetic. It's uh, uh, the the overall design aesthetic is like uh, I'd say uh, first album garbage video. Okay. Where they where they use like the grunge filters on everything. Right. And, like, the grunge fonts, or, God help us, fucking papyrus font to make things seem more Bible-y. What's a papyrus font? Papyrus is the worst font ever. Okay. I promise you, you there's someone in the world who you hate who uses it as their default email font. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Well, anyway, the point is that it's not about the, the graphic... I get a lot of email from people I hate. Well, not anymore. You stop talking to them. You hate them. That's a good point. I've cut off a lot of ties. Yeah. A lot of burn bridges behind Dr. Heisenberg. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, the point is this isn't about the graphic design so much as it is about the fashion. Uh-huh. Which is a very distinctive, specifically evangelical style that is essentially sort of a mashup of, like... Vintage hipster and entourage douchebag. Okay. Like, it's basically, you know, half Goodwill, half Ed Hardy. Interesting. Yeah. And Ed Hardy is, is kind of just like just like your first warning sign for a date rapist. Yeah, so. no, Ed Hardy is clothing for dicks. So I don't see, so it's like, yeah, why would you wear that to church? Well, the pastor wears it. And uh, that's how you know he's cool, because he's got flaming skulls on his butt, <laughs> and uh, a, a belt buckle that says some Bible shit on it, and uh, a, a dress shirt, but the sleeves are rolled up, and it's got some tribal shit screen printed on just the right side. Okay. And that's how, and maybe it's got like an eagle screen printed on the back. This is a busy shirt. Yeah, no, he's, it's, it's a douchebag shirt. Wow. He's peacocking, if you will. <laughs> Except he's not peacocking because of game. He's just chilling with his tight bro, Jesus Christ. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Now, my understanding of the modern Protestant church is that there, even though there are uh, uh, dozens of divisions, you can basically break it down into two mentalities, right? And I'm not talking about the Catholics because they got their own thing. They got a new pope there in flux. Yeah. Protestantism breaks down to two things. There's your traditionalists, yeah. who want things the way they have been since the 1500s, mm-hmm. when they first came over, pilgrim style. Mm-hmm. And there's the other camp that attend those services and notice that the number, the the membership numbers go down every year, yeah, because most of the people want the traditional stuff keep dying off. Mm-hmm. 
and but they still want to be church people. Yeah. So they're doing anything they can to get a next generation to actually show up. Yeah, these are churches that have uh, the guitar mass and like the three big plasma screens behind the pastor with the big close up of his face on the center one and Bible verses on the other two. And they got the um like the, the Backstreet Boy like Oh, they uh, absolutely microphones. have the Backstreet Boy mic. Uh, <laughs> you think they fucking don't? Hell yeah, they do. Must. That way he's got his hands free to hold up the plank so that he can do the the verse about, you know, picking the speck out of your friend's eye while having the plank in your own eye, and he can hold that plank up to his eye uh-huh. with both hands because he doesn't need to hold a microphone like a fucking chump. Okay, and there are a lot of, like, there are a lot of young pastors and a lot of pastors who dress a lot younger than they are, mm-hmm. more of that second group, mm-hmm. who do these, and they do, like I said, the guitar mass or the mass with, like, the full band, mm-hmm. just kind of noodling around fish style while he talks about being filled with the spirit, and you've got fucking getaways and retreats and, you know, conferences to go to, and there's social groups for everything but Jesus-flavored. Like... None of this sounds very hipster. It well, it, a lot of it is just the clothing, uh-huh. <laughs> which, like I said, is like half vintage, half Ed Hardy. Right. And and yeah, and the clothing is very much played up. Like you see a lot of these pastors talking up there about you know, like oh, don't worry, the the church women's annex is doing something, and it's a lot of like women in rockabilly dresses who make their own jam. But, you know, like hipsters or like, you know, vintage people. Yeah, yeah. Now, to be fair, if you divorce this from, like, you know, the the conservative uh, uh, ethos, uh, uh, a woman in a homemade vintage dress who makes jam... Yeah. Sounds compelling to me. Well, exactly. But in an urban setting. Yeah. Which you could easily deem hipster. Well, exactly. Right. Well, the point is, these are women in homemade dresses who who make their own jam and can their own beats and stuff, but who, you know, go to conferences on, on wifely submission and talk about how great it is to have, like, babies. That's upsetting. Because, like, like some of that stuff, like the, the making your own clothes and jam and, and going to the farmer's market and stuff, yeah. I mean, that's the sort of thing that could be Amish mm-hmm. or it could be hippie. And when you do it in a big city, yeah. like, by default, you could call it hipster or foodie or whatever. Yeah. But then, like, once you once you talk about, like, the, the submission to your husband and making babies and stuff, you go straight back to, like, 500 years ago. Yeah. And that's flat out... Colonial time. It's like, I don't care if you have a vintage dress with a general maritime theme. Right. Which is, you know, the standard. Potentially, uh, yeah, yeah. Sexy. It's yeah. like, but if you're talking about, again, wifely submission and your husband has, to reiterate, flaming skulls on his butt. <laughs> There's a lot of clashing imagery here. Yeah. 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 And and the thing is, this sort of church is very big, not necessarily around here, but like there are definitely big churches around the country that, that just swear by this aesthetic and have, you know, uh, they, they plant more churches. Uh-huh. And then what happens is, you know, the pastor, he's at the, the main one, the central HQ church. Uh-huh. And then the people at the other ones, they just watch a live feed of him giving the sermon that week. Right. Like, you don't even have him there in person. 
That sounds lazy. Yeah, it's like, oh my god, yeah. can I watch it at home? Nope, you gotta go to the church. Now, the term Republican hipster is, is, is one of those things that, like... For like, more information on these kind of hilarious churches, go to StuffChristianCultureLikes.com. Okay, free plug for whoever you are. Yeah, yeah. Well, you got a good website. I like it. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, there you go. Straight from uh, Johnny Good Times himself. Hell yeah, yeah. Um, but but we have we have other things in America right now where you, you'll hear combinations of words that sound baffling. Uh, one that comes to mind is gay Republican. Yeah, you know, and a, a lot of them actually end in Republican. Yeah. Like, Republican woman. Yeah. It's like, you, you hear you hear something like gay Republican, and you, like, someone says they are one, and you immediately think, why? Why would you, why would you join this team that is working yeah. against you? But they exist. I know, and it's like, it, it's an interesting phenomenon, because a lot of the times it's like, well, I agree with their fiscal policies, mm-hmm. and I'm waiting for them to come around. On, you know, letting us have rights. That's, that's, you know, that's a long way. Like, that is the quote, you know. Right, right. It's like, maybe, maybe rather than trying to change uh, uh, the person you're dating, you should just date someone else. Yeah. (laughs) There's a slightly fringier party, which is still kind of douchey, but not as bad, that that has similar fiscal policies. Yeah. And uh, gay-friendlier. I, I actually want to talk about that, because if there's anything that embodies whatever a Republican hipster is, it's got to be Ron Paul and his son Rand Paul. Yeah, and that's because, well, that's the thing, you get a very, by the Republican standard, uh-huh. you get a diverse coalition. Right. I mean, it's still all white, but... Right. You, got you know, your, you got different ty- different kinds of white people. Fiscal conservatives, Tea Partiers, etc. Yeah, but not just them. It's the, you know, you've got, like, anti-war people, and you've got the pot people. Oh, yeah. You know, stuff like that. That's more libertarian. Well, yeah. But see, the thing is, 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 like, when Ron Paul ran in the primaries last election, he ran as a Republican. You read everything that he's, you know, written and said... He's clearly libertarian. Well, yeah. But the Libertarian Party has never had sufficient pull in an election to really matter mm-hmm. what the day, day's done. So you can either run as one of the two primary parties yeah. or be symbolic. Well, yeah. And and when Ron Paul chose to not be symbolic, yeah. but instead to try to get a Republican nomination in the face of all the Republicans that would be fervently against him... yeah. Is, I feel like he crossed the line. I agree. <laughs> I mean, that actually makes me curious. Remember how, you know, Joe Lieberman and Arlen Specter both switched parties while in office? Yes. Could you do that to a party that has zero representation? Like, could a Democrat run and then just be like, I'm agreeing now after he wins? Um, that's an interesting question. I mean, like, if he could get the Green Party to sign off on it, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Well, it's, uh, it's I mean... The thing about political parties is some of it has to do with how strong the leadership is. Yeah. Right? I mean, I'm sure the Democrats would not be happy about investing all that money and getting you elected and then having you kick them out. Yeah, no. But, I mean, the, the whole point of a political party is you've got influence and muscle and money, right? Yeah. So... You run, you get the nomination as a Republican, and everyone has to come and say, 
all the Republicans have to say, yeah, we support that guy, vote yeah. for him. Yeah. On, like, local levels, on economic levels, except not economic, but on, like, corporate yeah. levels. If you throw the straight ticket switch, that's who you're voting for. Exactly. Yeah. But, like, like let's say, yeah, you want to you wanna say you're a green. Now that Ralph Nader yeah. has kind of been marginalized into inaction, uh, yeah. who do you talk to? If you want the support of the Green Party. I assume they have a website. Well, yeah, but, I mean, is there is there any centralized influential? Because if it's just a bunch of different people that say they're Green Party and there's no one in charge, then it's, it's and I prefer this personally, but it also doesn't really work. Yeah. It's just sort of anarchic. I'm a Green. Hey, I'm a Green, too. Who's your leader? We don't have one. Yeah. We just... You know, we just all say we're the thing, but, you know. Yeah. So, in, in, you know, in other words, there's no one who can tell everyone who labels themselves that to fall in line. I, I feel like if there is someone in charge, regardless of how hard they are to get a hold of. Right. If a United States senator uh-huh. is just like, hey, guess what party I'm joining? Yeah. He'll be in touch. If there is someone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it, or, or do, like, the people on the message board scramble and we're like, holy shit, we haven't had a leader in ten years. Yeah. Does anyone still have Winona LaDuke's phone number? I don't remember who that is! <laughs> uh, she was the uh, Native American VP for Ralph Nader in 2000. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, America is not ready for this party. Winona LaDuke was cool. No, I um, remember. I'm kind of sad that she's gone. Yeah. You don't remember. You just said you didn't remember. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I know that most people don't. Yeah. But the <laughs> Speaking of people who Mitt Romney thinks might be mythological. Uh, That's a good point. Yeah. But uh, but anyway, the, uh, the, the, the issue with the, the Ron Paul and, and Rand Paul uh-huh. is that, you know, yes, they will speak out against drones, which is something that, you know, a, a broad coalition of people can get behind. Mm-hmm. But then you dig down into what they believe about other stuff, like, should people be able to get birth control easily? Right. And it turns kind of ugly. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, you know, maybe you should read a little more. But drones, dude. Yeah, or what they're not willing to touch. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's a certain level of, of regulation that's necessary because there are evil people will run amok. Mm-hmm. I mean, for example, you need an FDA, okay, to regulate pharmaceuticals yeah because I guarantee if there were no FDA and nothing to take its place mm-hmm. there would be somebody Walgreens or you know Walmart or some just some like parent corporation oh yeah that would straight up bottle sugar pills and tell you they cure things oh yeah like if you you need regulation on a market otherwise people will totally scam you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, just, and some people are dicks. I mean, the point is, though, that because of, you know, uh, a handful of stands on, you know, pot and war and drones and so forth, mm-hmm. I'm sure that if you went to uh, a bar in Williamsburg in spring of 2012... Sure. Some guy would talk your ear off about Ron Paul. Oh, yeah. And, you know... I'm sure that actually happened. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> Yeah, I was there. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, that could definitely happen. And it would be a guy, you know, in uh, an amusing vintage tourist tee. Or right. a guy with the glasses that are just the right size and thickness. Yeah. You know, or whatever. guy with a big beard. Right. And that's all wonderful. And the thing is, you know, in the end, that guy didn't get a chance to vote for Ron Paul. Well, no. 
I mean, he probably didn't vote, if we're being honest. Well, I, yeah, I mean, it's also a question of, like, where you where you live. Because Brooklyn was Democratic, like, 99%. Yeah. So, whatever. But Yeah, no, it kind of doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, no, I, I, I'm sure that, you know, somebody in a bar who you'd look at and be like, look at that fucking hipster, would have talked your ear off about Ron Paul. Here's a question. Okay. Uh, 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 where would Michael Bloomberg fit on the Republican spectrum? Follow up, where would Chris Christie fall on the Republican hipster spectrum? Because, I mean, Chris Christie's more of just Republican, but he's yeah. in a liberal state. Yeah. So he's got to walk a little more line than he would in, say, Mississippi. Uh, yeah. But Michael Bloomberg is an independent, deranged billionaire. Yes, he is. Who runs a liberal city. And so he does things like try to regulate soda, okay, which sounds like just sort of authoritarian. Yeah. But then he also spends a lot of money on a, a, a new bike rental program. Yeah. Everyone can ride around on shared bikes. What is not hippie as shit about that idea? Uh, nothing. Everything is hippie as shit about that idea. Yeah. I mean, I... Is I, Michael Bloomberg a Republican hipster? Uh, no. I feel like the Republican Party uh, uh, position on unhealthy food right now uh-huh. is eat it on purpose and make yourself sick on purpose just to spite liberals. Oh, yeah. That's so, true. yeah. Yeah, he's not on that spectrum at all. Have some skitty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, there's that. I mean, like, there was a study done recently where, like, uh, they, they, they discovered that if you, if you put, like, healthy or organic on a label, mm-hmm. people will deliberately buy the less healthy one, <laughs> and it broke down pretty cleanly along political lines. That makes sense. Yeah. Although I still feel like organic is partially a scam because they're misusing the definition of that word. Well, they're they're misusing the, the definition of the word, but they're also... The standards for what qualifies as it are pretty iffy. Well, yeah, because organic just means a living thing. So it's, it's any food... What organic, the scientific definition, is any food that comes from a living thing, which is basically all food. Well, yeah. But they mean, like, you know, they they add in a bunch of laboratory shit to it. Yeah. I think what they mean is 100% organic. Like They're skewing the terminology. Well, they are, but... Uh, but again, it's like the, even the standards for that are pretty fucking lax, and you can put all kinds of crazy shit in food and still get your, your, your pretty green label. Well, yeah. So... But, like, you buy a regular egg or an organic egg... Both of those came out of a chicken. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just, you know, how much, like, what kind of medicine they gave the chicken. I understand that. But, yeah, it's still, you know... This is... I just don't like people messing around with what words are. Yeah, well... Yeah. Yeah, I don't think Michael Bloomberg's on the spectrum at all. Fair enough. And I think Chris Christie Mm -hmm. definitely swings more towards the, you know... Classic Republican side of the spectrum. You know, now that I say it, he really is just yeah. a Republican. It's like, it's possible members of that party who don't live in places where being a complete bastard will get you elected. Right. Maybe it's not just they're hiding their true feelings. Maybe some of them really aren't complete bastards. That's fair. Maybe they're they're only as in line with the party as it takes to get elected in New Jersey. Some people are just regular people that yeah. aren't that interesting. Yeah, you know? he might just be boring. I mean, there are evil fuckers in the Republican Party, but some people are just boring. I mean, you know, yes, speaking of Mississippi, uh huh. 
maybe dropping a little, you know, kind of racist, you people in Mississippi know what this means, wink, wink, into the speech. Right. That'll get you elected. And in New Jersey, that will very definitively not get you elected. This is true. So the question is, is he concealing that shit, or does he just not actually believe it, but it doesn't matter because it doesn't come up in New Jersey? It's a fair question yeah. that I really don't have an answer to. You know, maybe he's just boring. Like most people who, you know, you, you write off as, like, fucking hipster. Yeah. Yeah. Most of them are actually pretty boring. Hey, one of my favorite internet comics uh, uh, of all time has got to be Cat and Girl. Okay. And uh, you remember Cat and Girl. I remember. It's, it. it's been around for a long time. Yes. And and one strip that always uh, uh, stuck with me is... is uh, Cat and girl were buying Halloween costumes. Yes, and they find one uh, in a in a clear plastic bag that says "hipster costume," and there's nothing in it except a piece of paper that says "instructions: wear your regular clothes, complain about hipsters." Yeah, and and that's a pretty good definition if you yeah. needed a definition of what a, whatever the hell a hipster is supposed to be. Yeah, I mean, it, it is just at this point a catch-all term for whatever you don't like. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, and, and if you live somewhere where there just, there is not much in the way of that sort of scene. Right. If you live somewhere without much of a music scene, you know. Yeah. Or an art, art or whatever, you know, like if you're in, like, the suburbs out in the Midwest, like a suburb with no city attached. Yeah. You know, you don't necessarily even know what it is. You, I mean, like, you know, I, I asked my sister who lives in Indiana, hey, do you guys have hipsters yet? She's like, what? What are those? <laughs> you mean like from the 50s? Yeah, they may not have hipsters in Indiana. Yeah. You know, we live in New York City, which you would call one of the hipster meccas. Yeah. You know, along with Austin and Portland, whatever. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's. I feel like there's better terms, right? I mean, you've clearly got a less left-wing aesthetic citywide, uh, yeah. you know, but you could easily call people, you know, uh, uh, artists or progressives or there's a whole bunch of things. Yeah. And they don't necessarily fit a catch-all, but again, because hipster is a derogatory term rather than an actual movement. But I mean, regardless of, you know, what the actual people who you would describe as such are doing or are... Uh-huh. Within that group, it's not really like, you know, oh, we're an organized movement, we're all about rebellion, you know? No. You don't yeah. have that. So you don't have them like, we're in New York, so we're going to go all Alex P. Keaton and rebel the only way we can, you know? <laughs> like, that's not happening. No, no. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's a guy with a beard and some Chuck Taylors yeah. who thought about voting for Romney, but then he slept in. Sure. I'm sure there's a guy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like as a joke or whatever. Yeah. But so what? I mean, the only one I can even think of is the guy who runs uh, Urban Outfitters, who, again, is a businessman. Uh-huh. You know, he's a big Republican donor, so maybe don't give Urban Outfitters a whole lot of your money. Uh-huh. That's fair. He, he, he loved Rick Santorum. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, so, you know... Last time I bought clothes was at Kmart, so fuck it. See, but, there you go. Yeah. That's uh, that's not ironic. That's no, just, they, they, uh, they was, I, I bought some pants. They were affordable. Yeah. Yeah. There was a sale. You were in the neighborhood. Literally no statement. I bought pants. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh... I don't know. Have we have we learned anything this week? Other than this is just a, uh... I mean, it, it, it is a thing. I mean, you know, Republican hipster, whatever it is. Yeah. Like, it's a term that gets used, and it's sort of... 
reflects something. Yeah. But it it seems like it's a mess. Yeah, no, it is. It's <laughs> it's a complete disorganized yeah, mess. You said it. Yeah. You already said it. Yeah. It's it, there there's no central organizing principle. There's no underlying philosophy to any of it. It's just a bunch of stuff that happened. <laughs> a bunch of isolated incidents that you can call a pattern in the fucking New York Times style section because you gave up caring about journalism a long time ago. <laughs> and you just need something for this week. You know, that's fair. I mean, I, I, I didn't do a lot of research on when this topic came in. I googled a couple of terms. And, and yeah, what you find are like Huffington Post type articles... That are like, oh, what's Generation Y up to now? Yeah. There's a new group of kids, and these are some trends. And it's just like, you're just filling copy. The headline, you know, it's like, is Generation Y the most conservative generation ever? And you click on it, and like, you know, the article, the basic gist of the article is no. Right. But you've already clicked it, you know, the, yeah. ad, the ad revenue. It's more like uh, uh, the current generation is less inclined to buy houses because they watched the market crash five years ago. Mm-hmm. And that makes sense. Yeah. It's like, oh, uh, my my older brother lost his house, and uh, he's he's super in debt, so maybe I'm just not going to care about buying a house. This seems like a terrible investment. Yeah. Yeah. That's just de- depression-era psychology. That's, uh, that's yes. not a movement. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah, it's just a bunch of stuff that happened. Yeah. Yeah, like most things. Pretty much. So until next week, maybe some stuff will happen. Sure. Alright. Bye, everybody. Bye. This has been a production of the Beak Podcasting Network. Visit thebeak.org to learn more about this and other quality podcasts. Seriously, guys, so awesome.